Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell and we're joined of course by Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union and again this week Michelle Dodd with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning. Good morning. So last week we talked about the steps you can take to end the feeling that you're broke. What are we going to talk about this week? Yeah, so today we're going to talk about what to do if you receive money from an inheritance. Oh. Yeah, so about $36 trillion is going to move from one generation to the next over the next 30 years. That's a T. That's a, that's a T, trillion. So it, this is a, a really big topic that I actually don't hear a lot of people talking about. <laughs> so I thought it would be great for us to kind of go over some kind of tips and insights on good ways to make good money moves with an inheritance. Um, so in 2016 alone, Americans inherited $427 billion. Wow. That's so much money. I wasn't on the list. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's kind of a good thing in a way, right? I mean, yeah, that means no one right. close to you has passed away. Um, or at least no one close to me who had an enormous amount of money. <laughs> True. So the average age that someone actually receives an inheritance is in their 50s. Um, and the average inheritance that people receive is close to just over $100,000, $177,000. So it's not, I mean, it's not huge money, but it's good money, right? Like that's not nothing. Um, and here's here's the key reason why this is really important for us to talk about today. So there's a recent study put out that found that one third of people who had received an inheritance ended up with negative savings within just two years of receiving that money. Yeah, those brand, so they, those brand new Corvettes aren't cheap. Yeah, so they blew through that in two years. Um, so that's not good. That means there's people making some bad choices with this nice windfall that they've um, had given to them. So let's... Uh, well, yeah. It's yeah, a great topic. Well, it's a great topic and it's, also, it's actually a difficult topic because you mentioned, yeah. Jenna, people don't talk about this uh, yeah. a lot. Even those who do receive an inheritance, uh, you don't hear them discussing it very much. Mm -hmm. So I guess we'll start with the very, very basics. Michelle, what is an inheritance? So financially, talking, you know, financial speak, um, it's describing any assets that are passed to an individual when someone else dies. So most inheritance consists of bank accounts, so cash. Um, they may have stocks, bonds, cars, jewelry, um, antiques or artwork, real estate, and any other really tangible asset can be considered part of an inheritance. So it can be a great financial opportunity, but it can also be a challenge. So. Part of that challenge is, you know, when someone that close to you passes away, there's an emotional connection there. Um, you know, there's some emotions going on when you've just lost someone so close to you, and that creates a challenge in and of itself. Yeah, it makes it hard to make wise decisions because you're, you're probably not thinking straight. Right. So the money is nice. 
Well, one thing I've learned from the show is that spending money when you're emotional, as I mentioned, is never a good idea. Um, how, how would someone navigate? How would you navigate when it comes to receiving an inheritance? Sure. You know, it's best just to take your time and really deal with those emotions. So kind of create for yourself like a decision-free period. So, you know, I'm going to let myself grieve. I'm not going to make a decision on this immediately. I'm going to give myself that time. That way, during that time, you can process your emotions and refrain from making any big moves. You know, I've heard before, too, that you know, if your spouse or someone that close to you passes, one thing to do is not do anything drastic in terms of job change or real estate sale or anything like that during that first year. Give yourself that time. Obviously, that's you know individualized based on each person has their own circumstances sure. there. So it might be longer, might be shorter, but kind of that's, that's my gut feeling that I've always heard anyway. Um, in addition, when you're working through you know those emotions um, and that inheritance shows up, um, you know use that decision-free period to really understand where your finances are and what your priorities are going to be you know now and going forward once that inheritance is is realized and once you start making decisions. Um, in the past, research has shown that Americans don't really have a clear picture of their financial health. We've talked a lot about this in terms of budgeting. Um, you know, people think that they're that they're their debt is in the black when really it's not. Um, they don't realize how much they really have. And we see that every day, you know, just doing a loan for someone, we see that, oh, I have that much out there. I didn't realize that in debt. So really assessing and knowing where you stand before you start spending a dime of that inheritance is a good a good start. It makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to know what the best move is when you receive a windfall like that. And you don't know where you're at, as you mentioned. A lot of folks will just look at the basic balance. I owe this much here at this financial institution. I have this much in my accounts, but you're not accounting for some of those other loans that you probably uh, <laughs> may not think about all the time. So right. what are some of the other things that you need to consider before you actually use that inheritance? Yeah, so really kind of have a to-do list of things to do when you receive an inheritance. Um, one big thing to do is make sure that you put your money into an insured account. So if you need to move the money to yourself right away, you know that you can do that during your decision-free period. But um, you want to look at maximizing your um, NCUA for credit units or FDIC insurance at banks. Um, that amount that we that is insured is two hundred and fifty thousand. So if your inheritance is more than the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars that you're going to put into an account, you want to look at. Um, structuring that to either have different ownerships at one financial institution or looking potentially at multiple financial institutions for that. Okay, Michelle, so to make it clear, you can't have separate accounts in your own name at the same institution that are over 250000 You can. With NCUA, you can kind of look at, so if I've got an account that's just individual with me, that would be 250000 And then if I've got it set up as a joint ownership, that's a different ownership type. So again, okay. I could have 250000 So. Um, a financial institution should be able to help walk you through how to structure that okay. so you can keep more than that at one at one financial. Very good. Mm-hmm. So really, yeah, your best strategy right away um, to not use that money is just to put it in a savings account that's insured um, that you won't have penalties when you're ready to take it out. So that way you can have that time to make some decisions. Um, another to-do would be to consult with a financial advisor. So... You know, if you're in the habit of spending a lot of money or you can't keep up with your expenses, um, it might be wise to hire a financial planner. Um, they can help you save some money and learn how to how to deal with some of that spending, the spending issues that you might have. Another thing they can do is make sure um, that your you know money's invested in the right places. So if the market's going up, that might help you to be able to save some of that money for retirement. Um, 
Now, there's a lot of financial planners and financial advisors out there. One thing, make sure they don't work off commission, um, you know, because then they're, people sometimes get in the habit of thinking more of what that's going to do for them and not maybe what it's going to do for you. So you have to find someone that's right for you. Um, I know here at uh, my branch at 37th Street, First Alliance, we actually have someone in our office here. They're called Roundtable Wealth Partners. And they will sit down with members of ours or members of the public um, and just kind of go through and assess where they're at. And that's a, a no charge thing. They don't charge oh. anybody just to sit down and talk. So um, if I got an inheritance and I was on this list of 177000 or more in a year or an inheritance, I would definitely be looking those guys up to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, one other big to do is to learn to say no. Um, once people learn that you've inherited a large amount of money, um, there'll be plenty of people kind of looking for you, maybe long lost family or friends or charities, other institutions might come looking for you to help them financially. Um, you know, it's really nice to help other people and to give to charities, but you need to know when to say no. You know, if you told somebody, hey, you know what, I'm not making any decisions on this right now. I've got to assess some other things first. That might be a good way to kind of slow up people looking for some money from you. Um, and just setting some boundaries, you know, establish a boundary with yourself. And then be really careful of scammers and to make sure that that, you know, oh, yeah. stay away. A lot of these things you've just discussed would also apply if I were to win the lottery. You know, I was just thinking <laughs> the same thing, Andy. <laughs> yep, those are my first steps is, okay, here's what we're going to do, family. Just wait. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, figure it out. But as Jenna said, I'm much more likely to receive an inheritance than win the lottery. So we'll, we'll keep it in that mode when we continue with Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 Carol CAM at 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Do you know you might be overpaying for your Medicare supplement plan? And Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Uh, this morning, we've been talking about inheritance. What to do if you receive an inheritance. We're uh, speaking, of course, Jenna Tobble and Michelle Don from First Alliance Credit Union. Last week's episode kind of touched on lending money to friends and family and how that can turn into a money trap. What are some of the things we should be considering doing with the funds that we get through an inheritance. Sure. Uh, I think that's great to great to talk about this and talk about, you know, once you've reviewed your budget, you've established your priorities early on during that decision-free period, um, things will start becoming clearer as you're kind of dealing with your emotions and figuring that out. So some things to consider when you're looking at spending some of that might be paying off your high-interest credit um, or loans that you've got out there. So personal loans, mortgages, credit cards, Start looking at those um, to maybe be paying those off and getting rid of some of that interest cost that you're spending. Other things you could do is look into contribute to your children or your grandchildren's um, college funds. You've got grandchildren already. Um, contributing to your kids' education is a smart way to be spending that inheritance. You know, I think of, you know, if grandparents knew that they're left an inheritance and that was going to pay for their grandkids' education, that'd be a fabulous thing for them to know. Uh, another one would be if you're still working to save up for your own retirement. So if you're close to retiring and want to maintain that standard of living, one thing you could look into is an individual retirement account, an IRA. You can put some money from, from your inheritance into that retirement plan. That'll be steps toward your solid future. And then making in sol solid investments um, and contributing to that IRA as you can. 
Um, try investing in taxable brokerage accounts, making sure you're open to certificates. There's all kinds of different ways that you can you can save some of that money toward your retirement. And um, First Alliance or any other financial can help with those decisions as well. Yeah, that goes back to the discussions you should have with a financial advisor. Mm-hmm. But I like the paying off debt first. Yes. Boy, oh boy, if you want to do something uh, that will help you make good money moves, that, that'll be the number one thing right there. Right. Stop paying that interest if you're able to do that. Okay, you've talked about all the responsible things. Of course, the things we should do. What about splurging? <laughs> is it ever okay to have fun with the inheritance money? Well, sure. Fun is always good. However, you should limit that a little bit. So, you know, you can indulge once you've, once you've figured out what your investments are going to be. You're saving for that future. You just want to make sure you don't go overboard. So really, you know, I'd say try to limit your fund spending to no more than maybe 10% of that inheritance amount. Um, you know, it's, it's important to... Uh, not just nickel and dime it away. You know, maybe plan on using it for things like a vacation or a new vehicle or something that needs to be done in your home. You know, again, I think back to how, you know, if I had an inheritance, how would that person that left me the money want me to spend it? They wouldn't want me to nickel and dime it away on coffee every day. They'd probably want me to make memories on a vacation. Um, thinking about the long-term cost of things as well. If you think about buying a new home, will you still be able to afford that home when the inheritance runs out? Um, when you inherit money, you know, you're going to feel the sudden urge to make a big purchase. Like, oh, look at all this money. Um, thinking that that's a good thing, but, you know, that could end if you buy a big purchase and buy a house. You might run out of money before you run out of house. Um, so it's okay to do those kind of things and have fun. Just try to avoid making it a rash or impulsive decision. Um, having a plan for what fun things you want to use the money for uh, might help you to not spend it impulsively. If you kind of think ahead and during your decision-free period, you're thinking of what could we do here. Sure. Put some thought into it, in other words. Right, right. And it's um, the stories I've heard from folks who have had this experience and then it gets them into trouble uh, all goes along with that splurging thing that they, uh, you know, they always had that pie in the sky type thing out there, the brand new Corvette I threw out as an example earlier. And, you know, the next thing you know, You've got this beautiful, expensive car, and something unexpected comes along, maybe a medical expense, and without that money in reserve, and you know, it, yeah, it's just, it is just one of those things you really do need to take into account. Have put some thought into it, all of the different what ifs that could occur, so you don't find yourself in a very difficult situation. Right. right. So, are there any? big time things to avoid the do nots when it comes to an inheritance yeah i would say so um don't quit your job right away <laughs> you know, it might think might make you think like oh now i don't need to work this is awesome um but you should really make sure you're thinking through looking at how much money that might be if you know if you're getting a few million dollars that might be something down the list on on the road for you or down the road um but you know there's other things to think about if you've got health insurance at that job like, let's not jump the gun until you have some things set up. Um, quitting or retiring early might make you blow through that inheritance a little quicker than you thought. That might be more of a splurge move. So, and Especially the insurance thing. If you retire early, there's that bridge between your, you know, what you had through your employer and Medicare. And a lot of time, I mean, when you're, you're talking, it could be $1,000 per month yeah. to cover that health insurance during a period of years. Yeah, so that should be something to consider. You know, I think another really big don't is don't be unrealistic. 
you know, inheriting a large amount of money shouldn't change your lifestyle, shouldn't change your life. Um, you still need to be responsible with your spending so you don't go broke or get into debt. Um, even if you're inheriting millions of dollars, there's no guarantee how long you'll be able to live in that, that life of luxury if you don't limit your spending. You always hear about, you know, athletes and stuff that make millions of dollars and they go broke because they're not paying attention to that, you know, life of luxury. They're not, they're spending like crazy. <laughs> and, don't uh, be them. <laughs> don't be them. And, uh, and don't use it to leverage to even take on more debt. Right. Right. I imagine that, but you know, I'll get the down payment for an even larger house without actually planning for how to long-term pay for that house. Right. I, I, I've never found myself in this situation yet. And as you pointed out earlier, I hope I never do because that means the loss of somebody. But I have had the situation where a distant relative had passed away. And for some reason, I had received notice through a law firm. And you, you always have in the back of your mind, what if? What if? <laughs> but it never, it never was. Right. Right. <laughs> and whoever this person was who I never met, realistically, in another part of the country, apparently, uh, I don't know how I got on the list, but I got on the list, yeah. but I did not receive a dime, which was yeah. fine. Just that fine. type might have been a little easier to deal with and to make decisions on. That's, why, that's kind of the way I thought, <laughs> too. You know, I thought, oh, that, yeah, this would be uh, guilt-free, right? <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, we're talking about inheritance, and we're talking about what to do to make a good money move if you receive an inheritance, and we'll continue with the program in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM at 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. This is Bruce Helmer, host of Your Money and co-founder of Wealth Enhancement. And Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM, along with Gemma Tobble and Michelle Dodd with First Alliance Credit Union. The topic today has been inheritance, and we've kind of been focusing on the receiving end of it, uh, those who are still alive. But um, part of this equation is if you're the person who is going to be leaving gifts to your loved ones after you pass away um perhaps give some thought to that to make it easier on those receiving the funds i know personally um i've had loved ones pass away and we were unsure of where to find all the assets because it really wasn't spelled out is that a, is that something we should all be considering Yes, I think so. I think if you're planning to leave anyone, anything to anyone, you should make them aware. I think sometimes people don't, assuming that, you know, oh, they're going to ask for that money beforehand, before I pass, and I want to leave it to them after I'm gone. Uh, but I think if you don't, it creates more work for your loved ones that you leave behind. I've worked with someone in the past who kept getting statements after his parents were gone, and it ended up being a lot of work for him to go back and figure out what was there and making sure that everything was in his name or that he could get it transferred over to his name. And it ended up being almost a full-time job for him because there was a lot going on out there. And, you know, I remember when, when my grandfather passed away, he had old telephone stock from, you know, 1920. Wow. So just kind of trying to find stuff um, makes it difficult. So if you can have that, if you're going to leave something to people, have it as set up as possible, let them know, keep all your records together. Um, and your contact people, who to contact if they need to do that, that would be very helpful for the person that is inheriting that and it would take some weight off their shoulders 
as well because they're already going to be missing you and have that emotion. So the yeah. more you can help out, the better. You're correct on the emotions part of it. It makes it that much more difficult to actually process your thoughts clearly. And a lot of this is going to take a lot of, uh, you know, rational thought to track things down and to, to look up different accounts and call different contact people and produce the you know, death certificates that need to be mailed out to free up the resources that were this person's assets. And I've heard um, stories from folks who have had uh, people who have owned property in other parts of the country, and they never really shared that information with their loved ones. And so that even made it even that much more difficult because they're in this state and they're finding out that, oh, they had some acreage or you know, uh, a storage barn or whatever it may be in some other state. And there's <laughs> no idea, that, you know, you have no idea what's, what's happening there. And then they have to go through an entire another process. So uh, certainly, yeah, hammer that home, have an estate plan yep. to make That's it easier right. for the folks who are going to, uh, I guess, hopefully benefit from your hard work your entire life. Right. Yeah, it'd be awful to leave that, you know, Land, you know, land in a different state, sit there forever because nobody knows it's there. That's not the intention of anyone that's, you know, saving. Yeah, and I know the other part too is the personal effects. That um, That's where, you know, besides the money, there could be disagreements, but also disagreements over family heirlooms or objects that were, you know, beloved by the family member and maybe lay out a plan of who should get what. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> to avoid the, avoid the squabbles, as they say. Because they do happen, unfortunately. Yeah, as uh, one of my favorite attorney friends always says, he goes, they always say it's not about the money, but you know what? It's always about the money. <laughs> <laughs> and the tension can break apart families. It really can. So plan ahead if you're going to have assets to pass along. And if you do receive an inheritance, I think the number one thing we talked about today was actually take your time, right? Don't make any rash decisions. Give yourself space and maybe talk to somebody who can tell you where a safe place to put that that money for the time being while it while you you know plan a path forward okay so obviously a lot of information about inheritances but those aren't the only ways to good to make good money moves and uh, i imagine that uh, we can learn more about what we just talked about on the uh, first alliance credit union website or mobile app Absolutely. It's like you've been doing this with me for over a year now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anytime you want to learn more about making good money moves or what to do with an inheritance, or you're just looking for a little bit of financial guidance, our website is a great place to start. That's firstalliancecu.com. Um, we've got tons of free resources for you to explore, including our blog, Um We've got uh, past episodes of this show are available on our website as well, um, which is also now available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn podcasting services. So you can download it and subscribe um, to go back and listen to any episodes you have uh, might pique your interest from the past. Um, you know, we, we just want to help everybody accomplish their financial goals and feel confident in doing so. So if you feel like you need a little bit more personalized guidance um, versus what's just on our blog or website, I would encourage you to make an appointment to meet with one of our member advisors or our lending advisors, um, and they'll be happy to sit down with you and get you pointed in the right financial direction uh, based on your personal goals. Yep. Your financial goals, individualized. 
exactly. So um, I thought I'd mention because you just had a grand opening last week. We did. With the we have a new location in town. Yeah. Yes, yes. On Commerce Drive, northwest, over by Costco, our new branch just opened up, um, and we've got some friends in the building with us. We have Mocha Coffee in the building with us, along with Great Harvest Bread Company, um, is also in the premises. So, it's so prob- it smells really good. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's probably the best smelling credit union in the country. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yes. Yes, go check it out. We've got some really cool technology in the branch as well that is is a lot of fun to try out. I, I recommend it to everyone. Well, fantastic. Hope everybody stops by. That's out on Commerce Drive Northwest. Um, yes. You said by Costco, correct? Have you? Correct. Correct. Okay. Jenna, Michelle, great talking to you again. Yes, you Well, too. We'll speak again next Saturday as we continue with more Good Money Moves right here at News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. From the News Talk 1340, KROC.